Greetings, fellow adventurers, and welcome to the Couple of Nerds podcast. I'm D&D Wife, the creator of dndwifestories.com, and your co-host. Joining me is the man behind the screen, my brilliant dungeon master, and also my husband, Egile. Say hi, Egile. Hey, everyone. Excited to be here sharing our nerdy adventures with all of you. Absolutely. So what's Couple of Nerds all about? Well, we're diving into the realms of Extraeus, sharing our experiences, playing D&D in our apartment, and exploring the intricate tapestry of relationships both in and out of the game. And we got some exciting segments for you all. From lore deep dives to crafting tips, artwork showcases, and relationship advice on and off the table, we've got a little bit of everything for every kind of adventurer. So whether you're a seasoned adventurer or a tabletop newbie, we invite you to join us today. Tune in, relax, and enjoy the magic of Couple of Nerds. May your roles be natural 20s and your adventures be legendary. Greetings, fellow travelers, and welcome to the Traveler Chronicles on Couple of Nerds podcast. I'm your host, D&D Wife, and joining me is my co-host, the Dungeon Master Eagle. How's it going, everyone? I'm really excited for this one. Me too. We finally get to tell people all about our new world. Yeah, this is the one we've been kind of ramping up for because this is really going to tell the story of the Travelers. This is where it starts. And so this is, for me as a DM, obviously this is kind of me putting out, you know, my everything out there because um, this is kind of the culmination of all the work we did to make Extraeus. Yeah, it's our little baby. It's like a year in the making, so it's a year old baby. (laughs) <laughs> right. And but before we really wanted to get into the details, the stories mm-hmm. and all the different kind of characters we had, we always had to focus on the first thing that you should always do before starting a yes. campaign. And that's the genesis of session zero. Mm-hmm. We believe if, that it is very important to have that initial session zero before you even start a campaign, just to make sure everybody feels comfortable that that's that's where the birth of all epic tales kind of happens, right? The session zero sets the mood for where the story's going to go, where where the characters want to go with their own selves as well, too. So it really helps set the scene. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, as you watch your favorite show, it's not really just you know a magical hero arrives there was some planning there was you know who is the hero who is his sidekick what's his motivation you just like a story or a television show or movie you got to have that too for your campaigns yeah where do things start there always has to be a beginning and if you don't have that it does feel very abrupt and uh it, it can cause issues for the players too sometimes with that connection that initial connection oh yeah and then you have this kind of idea though with session zero being this like rules where everyone's just kind of sitting Mm -hmm. down you're given a pamphlet you're sitting at work you're being told how to climb a ladder right (laughs) and and so really i wanted to make session zero also something special in and of itself and not just everyone getting together to discuss kind of the boring aspects of D, the rules yeah it shouldn't just be sitting there filling out boxes and and answering bland questions we really wanted it to be an interactive uh form of building the characters and the world around them oh yeah And, and really that's because what session zero really represents is that it starts really the tone and the setting as well as the expectations for your campaign. Mm-hmm. If, if you come in and you're having a blast and everyone at Session Zero is already laughing, having a good yeah. time, that kind of gives you an idea that your campaign's probably going to gel pretty well. Mm-hmm. But if at Session Zero it's kind of uncomfortable, Awkward. people don't seem to be talking to each other, mm-hmm. that might be something you need to work on first before ever having your very first episode yeah. or very first session. People should feel comfortable before they start getting into things like parties, adventuring parties. You know, that's something that's a, a really important thing after a while to share battles and adventures with a group of people and then not really know them it it causes a little bit of disconnect sometimes yeah and i think another common misconception with session zeros is that 
oh, this is something that we're going to sit down. The DM's going to tell us all about how he wants to run the world. And that's not really what it is. It's how everyone is. What is the setting? Does everyone want to do magic? Do we want high magic? Do Mm -hmm. we want low magic? What what do we want as a group? Because that's really what you should be focused on. And that's really what I took as a DM is that if I wanted a cohesive campaign and a group of heroes, they had to also feel like this world was something that they were a part of as well and had a little bit of control over what kind of parts of the world they would be participating in. Yeah, that's why when we first built the world of Extray is we built it uh, with a little vagueness into kind of like the geographic locations of things because we wanted the players to be a part of that creation, to feel like it was their home, their place where they started. Oh yeah, and that's why when we started our specific Session Zero, our traveler's starting point as we called it, <laughs> we really wanted to make sure that we set up just how epic we wanted this campaign to be. Yeah, absolutely. We wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, we joke a lot about how a lot of the tropes and stuff have already been done, but we really wanted to put a unique spin to our own world. Uh, And so we took different aspects of different things, played around with them, and came up with some unique concepts uh, that we thought would really kick off the campaign very well for, for our players. And so, really, as you can kind of picture it, as we had our our party members enter in, our apartment was darkened with Mm. a lot of digital candles spread about, one real candle glowing over some sort of cauldron-like device Mm -hmm. with wax kind of bubbling in it, (laughs) and really kind of created that idea that... Here we are coming together to create the very heart and soul of these essentially characters that we could be playing for years on end. Yeah, we really had to build a way for the people that we invited over to be more connected to their characters. We wanted to give them a physical representation of their characters that they could carry around with them even beyond the campaign setting or beyond the table setting. Oh, yeah, and it, and it all started with your idea of using the <laughs> wax seals because yeah. nothing seems more regal or really just kind of special than these individual custom wax seals that symbolize different things for our campaign. Yeah, nothing says official like a wax seal. So I really liked the concept of assigning different wax seals uh, designs to different aspects that we wanted the characters to embody. So uh, we have four major continents in the world and people had to roll as to where where they landed in the world. And so one of the wax seals definitely represents uh, the location of a person in the world. Uh, and we had different a couple of different seals for each of the continents. And then we also had a few other seals for some of the other aspects. Yeah, and, and, the, and the, the thing about that is that... Uh, these guys, these players, don't actually really know what each one of these seals actually represents. Mm-hmm. They kind of inferred a little bit as some of them gained matching seals. Yeah, but there are still rolled. a few that have yet to quite been revealed. So mm-hmm. they've actually been holding onto these cards this whole time, not realizing that perhaps a few de- years down the road they might actually learn. Oh wait, that that's what that meant. Yeah, and they've been holding onto that card the entire campaign. Mm-hmm. They're little secret parts of us, and I think that's a a big reason as to why our current characters, our current players feel so connected to this world is because they do have a a sense of not knowing everything about themselves, of not quite having all that knowledge. Yeah, and like you were saying, by allowing them to roll where their hometown location, as well Mm -hmm. as the size of the town, the the higher the number, the larger the establishing civilization. Mm -hmm. So we had one player who essentially rolled a a zero. Yeah, completely alone. And they're essentially having to start by themselves. Themselves mm-hmm. alone and that entirely reshaped his entire planning process yeah. for his character's backstory mm-hmm. 
but it also let him have much more control over where he started mm-hmm. because each one of our characters was allowed to fully describe their own individual hometowns. Yeah. So they now have a marker on Extraeus that they have made themselves entirely for their character's origin point. Mm-hmm. We didn't just have to come up with uh, where we came from, kind of like, you know, just come up with a town name. We had to explain the town. We had to explain or the village or the caravan or whatever size of place that you were at. You you kind of we were all tasked with reliving how those places looked to us, to the players, to the characters and how those fit into our world. So that was super fun. It was all of those really small details that, that we asked our players to come up with that really helped shape that world around us. Oh, yeah. And really what it comes down to, too, is the most important part about Session Zero, the most important, is rolling for stats. Oh, yeah. One, you're all there. And that's mm-hmm. always important for everyone to roll together yes. because then there's no questions, no no kind of suspicions. No mm-hmm. But really the important part of that is the idea that that is the most important part of your character's building process, yeah. the founding foundational stats. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't matter if you do like what we did, which was 4d6, drop the lowest. Yeah. Plus, I have a special rule where if you happen to get like a 4 or a 5, that's going to be the only lowest number you're going to get. Then the rest will be 10 at minimum. Just to make sure we don't have superstar characters and one unfortunate person who can't trips over their own feet every five seconds yeah it's really tough while everyone's having a great adventure and you're over here struggling just to walk a couple feet (laughs) but when you do roll for stats and no matter what style system whether it's point by or another custom rolling of dice Mm -hmm. you want to make that the central focus and so we had to make sure everything was stopped and when we when each person rolled everyone was focused on what those numbers were going to be Mm -hmm. and as you see that they hadn't even created the characters yet they were just given the numbers they were not told to put them in any stats just collect the numbers Mm -hmm. so then when they went home after session zero that's where the character is being built after they've already had this camaraderie and talking and and learning a little bit of where everyone wants to go now they kind of had a better idea of what to start with their own character yeah because we had characters that were hiding things from from the other people that that we had certain secrets that we didn't want to share we couldn't just build the characters right there with everyone we we wanted to give them the basic building blocks for their character like the numbers the stats but we didn't want everyone to know right off the bat what everyone was going to be so we were allowed to take those home with us and make our own small decisions and there's a few player cards that are mildly deceptive as some of my legacy players have some hidden talents and specialties that are not included in their card Mm -hmm. just to ensure a little bit more secretive (laughs) between each of the players yeah it's super fun it's been really great having like little extras that, that we can keep to ourselves yeah, it's it's really the customization and, and how you can go about making your campaign special just for you and your players. Mm-hmm. It's been really fun because we the way we like to run our tables is we like to get little mementos for people at the table that are part of our gaming experience. And then once the campaign is over, then they can take those home with them and have them as reminders of the adventures they had. So that was super fun. Oh, oh yeah. We've had everything from dice trays, mm-hmm. uh, dice bags. Yeah. 
mugs. Uh, custom mugs, mm-hmm. binders, every little, and, and little nuanced things that just kind of get that little special affect to your character. Yeah, it, it helps. And it helps also bring the players cr- closer together when we give them these little custom items. And they've also done things where we've had players come in with gifts for the other players as well, which has been really nice. Oh, yeah. The share, I mean, I think the gifting of items and especially dice to new players <laughs> yes. is such a customary thing that we all do mm-hmm. because this community is so inviting. We want to share with what we have and what we got with everybody. Yeah, we want to make sure everyone's got the tools to play as well. So that's always super fun. Um, so yeah, we we did things like give it personal touches. We have mugs that have our character names on them that sit with us at the table that we drink from at the table. Uh, binders with our names and all of our information in them. And those items help bring not just our characters to life, but our characters in the world to life. And it doesn't even have to be that. Uh, we even have little plushies that represent yeah. former pets from previous mm-hmm. campaigns. Uh, you know, it's also a dice bag, but you know that's a happy coincidence. But yeah. these little these little items and trinkets kind of connect you more to your character or past stories, and kind of get you more into that mind space. Mm-hmm. And it also helps to just kind of sit there sometimes, see the item, and be reminded of the fun things. Oh yeah, and then always you know there's that little level of of competition. You know, mm-hmm. you got to show off who has those custom gemstone dice who has you know the best metal or led dice or as our table had as somebody who was our most one of our newest members Mm -hmm. revealed that they had already gotten some woodworm uh some woodworm products products. quite caused quite a a jealousy storm amongst my senior players as had they had only really seen it on on screen never in hand yeah i mean even the smallest wormwood piece is uh is like a whole bill's worth of money. <laughs> but it shows your different kind of customizations you can mm-hmm. have. And if you want to go out there and grab those things, it, it shows not only your dedication, but your pride in what you're doing. It's You showed that you are wanting to be a part of this. Yeah, I, honestly, all, what it really showed is he's really super excited Plus, to be here. who doesn't want the best? Yeah. I mean, it's jealousy for a reason because we all want one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a DM and I want one. <laughs> right. I would love to have one of those purple heart wood ones. They're amazing. Um, but... But, but really, it's it's all these things that before we've even had our first session, before even one person has said a line, mm-hmm. we've already created all these lines and layers to the storytelling canvas yeah. because each little thing adds to it. Being able to sit with your party and raise these heavy glass mugs as mm. if you were in a tavern, yeah. not just holding your can of Red Bull or your soda. <laughs> right. Though, yeah, still still there, still, still same, cool. but not quite the same dramatic effect. Yeah. And it really kind of brings you together before you've even started playing your character to begin with. Mm-hmm. There is something to be said about being able to smash together a couple stains and just say hurrah to a job well done at the end of a, of a good mission. <laughs> and because, obviously, you know, we've talked about Session Zero, and this is going to be, as we've named this segment, the Traveler Chronicles, mm-hmm. we figured it's very important for everyone to start learning a little bit about our travelers and getting a little bit of the backstory of their own struggles and trials, as well as yeah. learning of the players themselves that have created these characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to kick it off down to Luna to let us know a little <laughs> bit more about our first traveler, Bogbean. Let's meet the traveler, Bogbean. I'm Luna, joining you here from Extraeus and interviewing one of the cutest possible creatures I have ever met, Bogbean the Goblin. Hello. <laughs> How are Hello. you, Bogbean? I'm okay. A little hungry? 
Always. Oh, here, here's a snag. <laughs> oh. oh, you're so cute even when you're scarfing something down. It's adorable. Um, but I wanted to get your perspective on things. How are you liking mm. the world so far? Mm, well, first I got kidnapped and then... <laughs> But then I met a friend and I kept meeting more friends and it's it's been really nice. Not everyone's a bad person, I promise. Oh, that's so lovely to hear. Well, it may have started off rough, but I'm I'm glad you've been meeting some new people and making some new friends. Uh, how has it been? Uh, you know, traveling around with new people. Uh, I know one of them was not so kind as as they kept you as cargo, but uh, it seems you've had some wonderful adventures recently. Uh, so much so far just on the boat. I was so hungry when I woke up and I, <laughs> I busted out of the dark thing and I found my smelly friend. <laughs> I don't think he's alive, but we'll, I don't know. We got to figure it out. Well, he certainly moves a lot for a dead guy. Yeah, but he did don't smell right. Mm-hmm. Miguel smelled a little better, smelled like food, <laughs> and he helped me not be so hungry no more. Uh, but he was and- really loud after that. <laughs> yeah, I shuttered him up when I ate his tail. <laughs> oh. oh, well, that's true. That's true. Well, I'm glad you got a snack out of that, at least. Ah, uh, me too. It tasted <laughs> so good. Speaking of snacks, what kind of cuisine have you discovered? Mm, the boat has food so much better than when I was alone in the box. They serve what? What is it called? It's like a goop. Gruel. I just think it's gruel, oh, darling. Oh, so good. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that you're you're having a good time with some of the food. Uh, but now I'm mm. going to let you go. You can ca- go catch your dinner. Oh, and I'm day. going to interview Antlink now. Okay, okay. Bye-bye, Luna. Have a good night. You too. <laughs> All right, Entlink. So that was us saying hello to your wonderful character, Bog Bean. Uh, how are you feeling about the creative process that came <laughs> with her? It's been really fun. I um, That's something so new to me is uh, I never really... I was the art kid, but I didn't have like mm-hmm. the OC characters like some other people did. I, uh, but now I'm seeing they really create themselves. Mm-hmm. I I started out with like her concept and doodles and they are nothing like she is now she's really created uh she's really cemented herself as the little and the uwu goblin oh that's so adorable and i'm so glad that the process led you to that and it really is self-building uh to where she's become sort of her own person really separate from entlink she has her own drives her own (laughs) motivations uh and they're not exactly what maybe you might have thought would be her drive (laughs) 100 percent. i uh you know at first it was like okay like should i be self-conscious like i'm the the character who eats everything Mm -hmm. but then it'd be there's so many gags that we've gotten out of it (laughs) and you know she's also like it's been kind of cool uh to have the dm explain like logically she's such a powerhouse Mm -hmm. that she kind of needs all that to run so like just having things cemented they kind of you know things just make sense as she goes on like you know the things that she needs and such definitely she she definitely needs all the calories she needs for all the amount of fighting she does throughout the day Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i think that's maybe something that new players would struggle with Mm -hmm. is like being put into a trope 
Yeah. But it's like, you know, that's why they exist. But you can have fun with tropes. They don't always have to be, you know, exactly what you set them out. So yes, uh, Bogbean is a hungry little thing, but mm-hmm. it also serves a purpose. It fuels her. It ensures that she's ready for a battle. And that's, I think that's the most important thing. But thank you so much for joining us today, Link. It was, it was wonderful interviewing you and your character, mm. Bogbean. Thank you so uh, much for having so us. Much. Absolutely. <laughs> and this is Luna signing off, giving it back to a couple of nerds. Thank you, Luna, for that on-the-ground reporting from Extraeus. <laughs> I'm sure she was super happy to give us that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it's pretty good to actually be able to talk to the characters themselves in the world. Mm-hmm. I love that insight. But what we really want to come back to, and I think the biggest uh, thing we want to stress on this, this podcast, mm-hmm. is uh, just Session Zero's crucial role. Yes. And just like how Bogbean was even telling us in Entlink about how that little bit of extra help that she got from other players and mm-hmm. everything, that really sets the stage for a Session Zero. Yeah, having that Session Zero allowed her to kind of get uh, little inputs from everybody else, too, that helped shape who Bogbean is now. So that hunger wasn't always, you know, a part of her right from the bat, but we ended up building that organically uh, as as we started adventuring. Oh, yeah, and that, and that's how you can do that with session zero is Mm -hmm. you can have that time to talk to dm that's not having to jump into the story and okay well the story's going i can't really talk to you no it's it's a nice kind of event to get together have some drinks share some snacks and really kind of get down to the details of what you want to be and what you expect to come from that campaign yeah, it really helps make it not be so abrupt uh, to start uh, some sort of quest or mission with the story. It, it really makes it seem like, oh, at least we knew these people a little bit beforehand, before we started doing things together. Yeah, and, and as much as, you know, it, it is just kind of coming together, looking at the rules and, and the expectations. And I know that that doesn't sound like the fun part, Yeah, but it is required. It, mm-hmm. it, it's going to change your entire campaign by having a session zero. Yeah, it, it's good to know what people expect from the campaign personally as well as for their characters. That way we can model it a little bit for them. Plus, I, I feel, and this is the biggest takeaway I have and, and want to give to other DMs, is that by doing a session zero, your players at least know kind of what your world is, which allows them to build players and characters that fit better into that world. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to do a lot of magic and you're like, okay, low magic world, very little magic, but you don't tell your players. Yeah. And they all make like five wizards of like the, the highest sorcerer. order and they're going, oh crud. Uh, and so you can avoid all that. And, mm-hmm. and though it sometimes feels uncomfortable because not a lot of people want to push their will on a DM. Yeah. But trust me, as a DM, I want to hear that. I mm-hmm. want to hear what you want to experience. I want to hear the things that you're looking forward to because at the end of the day, as a DM, I'm here to have an experience with all of you guys. And I kind of need you to like that experience because you're yeah. going to want to keep playing with me. And if it's not something you want to play, then I'm going to be alone. Yeah, well, it's not, it's not about pushing the characters into certain things. It's it's really about or pushing the DM into doing certain things for the characters. No, not at all. It, it's about creating a more comfortable world for the characters to grow, to, to feel like they're growing in time, to feel like time is progressing for them inside the world and know that that's possible because they had that initial foundation from Session Zero they can fall back on. Plus, it's also a great time to bring in things like homebrew rules, Mm -hmm. classes, races, every time you can kind of try something different. But this is where you and the DM can sit down and actually make a decision as to what works. Uh, So if like for me, I've been struggling... 
I've been trying to, and this character knows. I've been trying to introduce <laughs> guns for the longest time yeah. because they've always wanted to be that shooter person. Mm-hmm. I promise that this this campaign, I will have that happen. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen for that <laughs> character. But it is those things where, you know, they kind of show you, hey, this is something I want. It's not really in the game, mm-hmm. but can we do it? Can yeah. we make it happen? And I don't think there's a DM in the world that would be like, no. Right, how dare you? No, it's let's find a way because if that's going to make you happy as a DM, that's going to make me ecstatic. Yeah, and it'll make the whole the whole experience more rich for everybody too, not just that player. Oh yeah. This sets the stage for an epic adventure, I think, for everybody because everybody's got a little bit of that input in the world and so they feel like it's their world too, like they live in it, they're citizens of this place. Yeah, and I think that's ultimately the the big difference between, say, playing an RPG online mm-hmm. or playing a TTRPG, yeah. a tabletop game, mm-hmm. and that... In the video game, yeah, you create your base character, but that's it. Your mm-hmm. character is made, and they don't really have any kind of effect on the world until you start playing. Yeah. In D&D, especially when using a session zero, you get to change that. Mm-hmm. You actually get to change the starting of the game as well as how your character begins the world. And no other type of gaming has that kind of effect. Yeah, you can start off having already influenced something in the world, uh, you know depending on how long you've lived or or how much you've done if you're a part of some big family it just depends you could have already done some things but uh we're i like that we're starting off very fresh in this campaign where we're all fairly young and none of us really know what we're doing yeah that was the biggest thing with our session zero at the end our plan was these are all fresh faces Mm -hmm. nobody knows this new world that's come out there's no buddy that's like the encyclopedia to the world and so that way every player is coming in as fresh as their character yeah it's it's been really fun not knowing what's going to come but thank you so much everyone for joining us at the traveler chronicles we really appreciate anybody who tunes in and and listens to us kind of banter around about what we're making yeah much like you know a session zero we always have to kind of get a starting point going Mm -hmm. and hopefully now as we have our starting point we can start introducing not only more of the travelers but also giving you a little summaries and snippets of the campaign itself moving forward in future episodes yeah, there are some fun adventures we've had in, in the last what, year that we've been playing. So I'm, I'm excited to share those. And, you know, I would appreciate hearing the Session Zero tales from some of the listeners out there, anybody who catches this uh, episode. Let us know how your Session Zero went, if it was something that was a cathartic experience for you, or maybe it wasn't so good. And, and let us know what you think might have made it better. I think that helps us as players and DMs to make our tables better by hearing what other people have to say. Oh, yeah. And join us in our Discord, The Extraeus Project. Mm-hmm. That way you can come to us and show all this art to all the other listeners, as well as the travelers themselves they're on there they can see kind of any inspirative art you have or any kind of recommendations you might have for any of us and future podcasts or stories yeah you never know someone might like an idea and adopt it for themselves and then you can see it later so that would be super fun uh we're also going to be having more upcoming episodes featuring more of the travelers so it won't just be bog bean doing some interviews with us we'll also be having some of the other people join us and give you more insights as to how their characters were built also be sure to check out our youtube page Mm -hmm. where we'll have a little bit more of the behind the scenes of our various arts stories and some of the different battle maps that we've used as the campaigns have gone on as well as the revealing of the miniatures of each of the travelers so stay tuned for those coming soon each one's going to get a nice little snippet to kind of introduce you a little bit more to their character and their mini yep yep so join us next time for a little bit more insight into the traveler chronicles thank you very much thanks everyone 
And that concludes today's journey through the realm of Couple of Nerds. We hope you had a blast exploring the intricate world of Extraeus. Don't miss out on the visual extravaganza over at our YouTube page at Couple of Nerds Podcast. It's where the magic comes to life with exclusive video segments, art previews, and a peek behind the curtain. Dive deeper into our adventures by visiting dndwifestories.com, your haven for all our podcast transcripts and a treasure trove of content dedicated to the captivating universe of Extraeus. Your unwavering support is our greatest treasure. Take a moment to weave your thoughts into a review and hit that subscribe button for an enchanting journey with a couple of nerds. Join us beyond the podcast in the Extraeus Project Discord. Connect with us, the creators, and even the travelers themselves. Witness the magic unfold in live drawing streams, game alongside us, and step into our digital tavern, The Bard's Haven. Share your stories and characters with fellow adventurers. Visit dndwifestories.com for the link to join our vibrant community. Stay tuned for more tales, more laughs, and more insight into the world of tabletop gaming. Until then, may your dice be kind, your campaigns epic, and your adventures legendary.